Hello, everyone. Hello, sunshine. It is June, and I wanted to come on and record a solo episode, a update from the heart, what's going on, what you can expect in the next, I don't know, while from the podcast. But how are you feeling going into this time of year that is vibrant, maybe a little excitement is building, maybe you have some fun plans coming ahead. I love the energy of this season and feels like just fun and excitement and hope. And that actually is a bit of the theme of the topic I want to talk to you today is around leaning into creativity and vibrance and just how I am personally pivoting and therefore how this podcast and just everything that I'm excited to do and to share is going to maybe look like moving forward. But before we get into that, I figured we would just give a little personal update, a little bit of behind the scenes of what's been coming up for me, what I've been working through, just a little update on the personal side. I you know, I can always appreciate hearing that when I'm listening to a podcast. So hopefully this will be something that you will maybe see yourself in or somebody that you are close with is going through something similar. So the kids are transitioning from the school year into the summer, and we have had some big moments for both of them. Uh, My son, Anthony, is continuing to heal and getting his mobility back with the operation that happened back in almost two months ago at this point. He's on, you know, he's progressing all is well, still, you know, it's a little bit of a process, right? Like he is going through PT a few times a week. He is finishing up the school year um, back at school, you know, just getting around on either a knee scooter or he has just gotten some um, range of motion with using one crutch. So funny. He's, you know, he's rolling with it and seeing him in his little, his little crutch crip walk, you know, kind of moving around is, you know, definitely getting me excited for him to be fully mobile and able to see the results of what he has been through. So that's happening. He's, um, still has a week of school. I feel like they're really dragging this one out at his school. And, you know, there's still many things that they're doing this week, which just does not feel aligned with the energy, but we're, you know, rolling with it. And yeah, so all good there. Olivia is now, as we speak, checked into her first sleepaway camp. This is an adventure she has always wanted to take, or at least for the past several years, she has asked about going to a sleepaway camp for various reasons. That was not in the cards until this year. We felt like, okay, this is it. And it's hard to even wrap my mind around as her mom, that this is like the last year that she's even eligible to go to a sleepaway camp because she is almost quote unquote an adult. So if you have little kids, I, I have so much to reflect back on and to say about that journey because yeah, everything that you, 
hear and people try to tell you about it just going so fast and all of that, I feel like I have this new appreciation and perspective on because I'm living it. And the point that she's at is is really an interesting intersection. She is so creative, so mature. If you've ever seen any of the photography that she does, uh, the, the print modeling, a lot of those ideas are hers. She carries them with all of her vibration. She is so authentic in what she's doing. And I am in awe of her to be that confident and sure of yourself at newly 17. Hmm, yeah. It's a different, um, different pace than I certainly was on. And I'm just, I have a sense of just, I'm obviously like, I'm so proud of her and I'm excited for what's to come. And it's also a little bit of a grief, a grieving mourning process from her childhood. And I, and she's well aware of that too. She's literally, okay, Layla, we have the snore beast is napping in the corner. She's so self-aware. I am amazed by, by her at her age and how self-aware and wise she is. So she's feeling that sense of, you know, mourning her uh, childhood and, you know, obviously some nerves about being an adult, quote unquote, and all the societal pressures that go along with that and decisions to be made. And so this sleepaway camp is a three week camp and it is uh, about five hours from where we are in coastal North Carolina. It is in Asheville in the mountains. It is idyllic. It's beautiful. It's a girls only camp. She's going to have the opportunity to do all sorts of creative activities and horseback riding and nature and all goodness. No phones. She has her phone for one hour a week. I, to be honest, woke up in the middle of the night last night, full moon, maybe nerves, maybe where I'm at on my hormonal cycle. And I just started to ruminate on all, you know, just a little anxiety about her handling this and being away from home and not being able to contact us except for written mail. That is the way that they uh, communicate, except for one hour a week, she'll have her access to her phone. So for anyone, self-included, if you took away my phone and told me I could only have it for one hour a week, I think I might have some withdrawals. Oh, that addiction is pretty strong to the scroll, to the constant searching and needing to know. It's so strong. So thoughts and prayers for Olivia, T's and P's for Olivia, that she is going to be so immersed in nature in the moment she's going to come out and have a whole new perspective and appreciation. And maybe even, you know, these kinds of experiences can really be defining. So I'm excited for her. I'm optimistic. Nerves aside, I know she's going to do great. I mean, side note, kids as young as first grade, and maybe this is you, maybe your family did this where they, you know, uh, welcomed the opportunity to do these camps and these experiences and excursions, even as a young child. That was not my upbringing. Um, My kids have never gone to a sleepaway camp at all, I don't think. Um, So this is pretty significant change. And I'm, you know, 
definitely looking forward to reuniting already and hearing, you know, how much she just savored the moments and was able to really appreciate all of it and take it all in. But yeah, a couple weeks away at this point. And, you know, it's nice to have the space. I think all of us appreciate some space from each other and our, you know, the normalcy, quote unquote, of life that can be so, I don't know, just monotonous, right? So that's what's happening with Olivia. The other thing I wanted to talk about from my heart is what I'm excited about. I, if you notice on Instagram, I've been talking about, if you pay attention to my Instagram, it's feel good with Renee. I've been talking about my recent certification and becoming a intentional microdose practitioner. That is exciting. I have felt called to support people who are interested in working with microdosing psilocybin specifically. I will be specifically only working with that. And the reason came from my own personal significant experience with microdosing. I have an episode that you can refer back to where I really get into my own personal experience with that, what it is, what it's like, the reasons why I started to to microdose. I guess that was about 18 months ago at this point, which is hard to believe. Time is so crazy, so fast right now. Yeah. But the microdosing practitioner role, I just want to mention what that is in case you are like, what does that even mean? I don't know. So sub uh, microdosing is taking subperceptual doses of psilocybin. So that is a very small amount that um, will not induce a psychedelic experience for most people. Obviously, everybody's chemistry is a little different, and that's part of why working with somebody can be beneficial because they can really help customize and help you to work with your own intentions for bringing the medicine on board, and they can help customize the dose um, you know, give you information, resources uh, to finding very responsibly dosed or sourced um, psilocybin. They can help you facil- help facilitate the process for you in an, a way that feels like you're being held in a way that feels safe. Um, for me, I definitely reached out and got support when I started. I was a little nervous. I am a highly sensitive person having anything in my system. I can feel, (laughs) I'm talking like a Tylenol. I feel it. And sometimes the feeling, the sensation can be a little undesirable. I can feel anxious. It can kind of tip me into being anxious. I have a super sensitive nervous system, especially after healing um, from um, Botox poisoning. I'm very, very sensitive So I did not want to take something that was going to create an issue. And I was happy to to find support with people that have already gone down that road, have um, an understanding of, of what to do, you know, some tips, some suggestions. And 
They helped ease me into it. That was so instrumental, I think. I don't think I would have started on that path if I did not feel like I had somebody that I could contact, that I could ask my questions, that could reassure me and hold space for me while I was getting used to the process. It may feel a little unique to you, depending again on your sensitivity. You may notice some things initially, and it's good to just have someone that you can contact and say like, hey, is this quote unquote normal? Is this part of the deal? So that uh, really, you know, after having my own really profound experience and being able to find an intrinsic joy in my everyday life, I think that is the overall sense of what that brought me. Um, moving into or moving really back to reuniting with the creative side of myself that I had kind of tucked away. And I think a lot of us do that for various reasons. A lot of them have to do with approval of other people. As you know, young children, the favorite parts of ourselves a lot of times are the parts that we don't feel safe expressing. Someone has told us something along the way that that is not acceptable or pleasing. And it'd be best if you didn't, you know, do that or show up that way. Those things stick with us and they're deep programs. They're deep. And this has really helped me to rewire and embrace those parts of myself and to feel safe in self-expression. And I feel really passionate about that. I feel really passionate about helping other people to feel safe in their self-expression and in their creativity and however that flows through for them. Because you know what? Inside you is a soul thriving little you that is a badass and they know what's up and they need a voice. They need to be able to come through and help you navigating adult life. But a lot of times that's suppressed and hidden. It's hidden away. It's tucked away. So the opportunity to reunite with that creative, soulful, inspired place has been life-changing. I am different in how I am in my marriage. I'm different in how I am in my parenting. The benefit of having a mom who is present and joyful has a massive ripple effect out into your family and beyond. This is about connecting with ourselves and our souls and living from a place of freedom and abundance and joy that gets, mm, that part gets kind of black and white and Uh, just mundane. It's mundane, you know, and we have responsibilities, of course, like we have commitments, we have to show up in certain ways. And yes, all of that has to continue to happen in that mundane. So I'm inspired to bring forth the magic in the mundane. And I, I'll tell you, I considered going back to an antidepressant. I had been on one a long time ago. Didn't really enjoy the process. This was like in my 20s. So I don't even know if I really can recall exactly, but I know there were some side effects that were not favorable. 
I considered at this point, I was leaning, there was two directions I was going in. Back to an antidepressant or to try something maybe considered on the fringe, although it is becoming much more popular. And it was amazing to me how many people reached out to me, probably some of you, and said, oh my gosh, I microdose every, you know, so often. It helps me so much. Like I got so much encouragement. It was really, really incredible. And I am not a doctor. I am not giving any medical advice here. This is all just for information and my own personal storytelling. But I decided to go in the direction of microdosing. And I was immediately uh, energized. I was immediately more playful and joyful and present with my family. And the things that used to really bum me out and irritate me, I became tolerant to in a way. I didn't have so much um, angst underneath the surface, which of course everybody around me is feeling. I mean, the, the emotional wave that women are on, everybody around us feels that. And we are that sort of um, compass and, in, in, you know, our, we can steer the direction without even saying a word of everybody around us. So this, experiment, let's say, was immediately noticeable. And I felt the sense of like, everybody should have access to this. Everybody should know about this that needs it. And that set me on a course of studying and to becoming certified to be able to intentionally, it's called intentional microdosing, because you're not taking it haphazardly for some sort of entertainment psychedelic trip, right? This is intentional. You are looking at this as a um, you know, with a specific outcome goal in mind. So now, yeah. So I went through an incredible training. I got a lot of um, good information, a lot of um, insight, and I am now offering sessions to work with people on a one-on-one basis. I see this evolving into some fun group opportunities, both in person and also online. So that will be coming. And in fact, um, I have, yeah, I have some other kind of shifts and changes that very much organically have come through and I'm going to tell you about next, but with the microdosing, if it's something that you are feeling like just curious about and want to answer, ask some questions, you can go and right now I have, um, free calls, discovery calls available. You can go on and book one of those. I'll put the link in the show notes and yeah, we'll see if it, it feels like a good fit for us to connect in that way. So, excuse me. All right. I wanted to share that. That is something I'm very passionate, excited about bringing through. Okay. So let's talk about some other things. I have felt (laughs) this strong pull towards pivoting the feeling of how I am showing up in the world. And I'll give you a little backstory on this. So when I decided to start this podcast, um, again, about a year or no, let's see. I, yeah, I made the decision, I guess it was last summer. So almost a year ago, although it's only been out since January, I knew that for me being able to be fully self-expressed is a part of my sole purpose and very much tied to that for me as using my voice and communicating 
So I love being able to connect through this medium. I love to be able to, um, you know, hold space and, and bring through things that are going to be supportive and nurturing to you on your path, hopefully. So the the podcast, when it came through, I, you know, sat and as one will, when they are more of a perfectionist, I ruminated on what to call it and what to say about it and all that, all those details. And then it was also a point where I was like, okay, you know what? See student work. Okay. No more of this procrastinating for the sake of perfectionism. That is not what we're doing anymore. (laughs) I called myself out. I said, just call it whatever you are going to be okay with. So the feel good with Renee came through fine. It's great. It's good enough. Um, I kind of feel like now that is wanting to pivot. I want to bring forth more of a vibrant, spontaneous, colorful, creative feeling to this podcast. I really want to encourage self-expression in others. So it's a little bit more, it's a little more activated than just feel good. So there may be um, an opportunity for the podcast name to be pivoting. There may, there will be different branding. I had a incredible conversation with someone that I look up to. She's an astrologer. She's many things, but her name is Dara DuBonnet. You may have heard me talk about her in the past. Um, She is an astrologer. Um, She's also, she works, she helps people with life tools through astrology and also through other things that, um, yeah, like astrocartography, like location-based astrology, things like that. And we had a conversation a few years ago and she talked to me primarily about my North node and in Libra and, and bringing through that harmony and balance. And there were some other things that she mentioned that didn't quite stick. I don't know if you can relate to that, but sometimes when you hear things or you're learning and, and you know, you grasp part of it, but you don't really fully embody the whole message until much later. And then you get it. Well, we had a call the other day and she reminded me that I have a, and this is a bit of an astrology conversation. So I, and I'm not an astrologer, so I will do my best, but I have a lot of energy. I have a stellium in my fifth house and fifth house is like creativity and joy and children. And, you know, it's just fun. It's a fun house. My son is there. My Mercury's there. My Uranus is there too. So this is all about just, you know, bringing more vibrance, more color. The other thing that she mentioned that somehow got lost in my mental translation over the years was my midheaven, which is how you are seen on the world stage, is an Aries. And, you know, that's... (laughs) I, I've been watering myself down is the long and the short of it. I have a lot of Libra, got a lot of water, been very nice, nice, balance. It's not actually the truest essence of me and how I want to show up. So we are going to be pivoting here with more vibrancy, more color, more uh, ways to look at growth, but from a creative lens. So you will be seeing some fun new 
uh, branding. And I'm working with my girl, Calandra. She has been helping me so much in fine tuning and getting clearer and, and working through some of this because also human design talk, I, um, my cognition is outer vision, which means the aesthetic is very important to me. Having a visual, again, creative visual balance and, and, and a look that feels good to me and aesthetic is really important to me being like fully like all there. So we're going to turn up the vibrancy around here. There's going to be more color. There's going to be more creativity opportunities for you too. And fire. Yeah. We're rebirthing and we're getting in touch with our little inner soul thriving baddie. That's what we're doing around here. Still will be some um, inspiring interviews. We're going to have opportunities to connect and create together, whether that's through, again, a nod to my friend Dara, art journaling, getting things moving and trending positive in a creative, vibrant way. That's what's happening. So that whole dimming to fit in and being watery and just, you know, really almost self-sabotaging for the sake of approval has been part of my personal story that I am rewriting. I'm redirecting this back to my authentic self being seen and a little spicier than I have been showing. And that's the great news. We can pivot We can decide literally to be the thing. We can just decide. We don't have to wait for someone to say, okay, that's okay with me. You can decide to go that direction. No, you get to decide. And that's part of that conditioning that, that, you know, we just kind of want someone else to tell us it's okay. And we're leaning away from that, over that, okay? That whole self-sabotage for the sake of approval and acceptance. And, you know, we're redirecting all of that. You know what else is really important about this? A lot of times your soul gifts and your soul purpose and being here in this life is to be a part of, and I think if you're listening to this, you will agree, a part of the medicine that will raise the vibration of consciousness on this planet. So a lot of what is hidden in those tucked away parts of ourselves are our soul gifts. They're our soul purpose is wrapped up in there. So it's really important that we get to the bottom of that and let that be seen, let that shine. So important. Obviously you can tell I'm feeling pretty passionate and spicy about this. So what's to come? It's summer. I am leaning into giving myself permission to be intuitively guided about creating. And that includes this podcast. So try to have this very structured way of releasing episodes does not work for me. I love to show up here, but I also need it to feel fluid. I need it to feel creatively inspired. And that means that that doesn't happen on a clock. It doesn't happen at a regular scheduled time. The podcast will be released on an um, inspirational basis for the summer in particular. 
We do have an incredible interview next week. I am really excited for you guys to hear from Melanie. She is a local here in the Wilmington area. She has an incredible um, brand and focus and very vibrant, right um, in alignment with everything I'm talking about. Her episode will come out the next um, week. And then from there, there might be some, you know, some fluidity for, for the summer at least. And then we'll revisit it and see where we land in the fall. So to connect with me, if you feel called to do that, you can reach me through um, Instagram. You can reach me through my website. I'll put all that in the show notes. You can have a 15 minute call if you, you know, or whatever. I don't even know if it'll be full 15 or it could be a half hour. I don't know. With me to talk about your questions around microdosing. If you're curious about that, I'm going to be a guest on my dear friend, Marsha Hoffheim's podcast, all about storytelling. And, oh, I love being interviewed by her. She brings out something in me that is, yeah, it, it's a whole, it's a whole vibe. So that'll be released. I'll share that here. But that's where we're going and that's where we're headed. And I just am so grateful for all of you to be here. And I'm looking forward to really loving on all of you and really bringing through some very fun, creative outlet opportunities to help you feel more magic in the mundane to, you know, if you ever decide to try microdosing or not, you can connect with the spirit and the essence of that medicine without ever ingesting it. That's going to be coming through here. That's going to be the transmission that you're going to get. So also fair warning, if this is totally not speaking to you, I get it. It's okay. Like that, you know, not being for everyone thing I'm at peace with, and you can be too, you, you can definitely pop in and out, you know, decide it's not for you. Totally fine. I feel like we are getting really clear. I feel like we are getting clear on the pivots that we need to make. And I'm not just talking about me. I feel like this is a collective thing that is happening and we're leaning more into ourselves. We're leaning even more into blazing that trail deeper within to the hidden parts and bringing them out to the light. That's what's up. So thank you for listening to the update. I am so grateful that you are here and yeah, we will be connecting more and Definitely um, looking forward to all that is to come.